What if everything we were told about how to be happy and to live a successful life was wrong? What if the answers to our questions about how to live fully lay directly within ourselves? Hi, I'm Lisa. I help women just like you heal from their limiting beliefs and step into their power by connecting with their bodies. In this podcast, Evolve or Remain, I teach you how, through your human design, my life coaching skills, and spirituality. The payoff is big, and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. Let's make big changes together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Evolve or Remain podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Healy, and I'm so glad you're here. So today, I have a really interesting, important powerful topic that I want to bring to you. Um, and it keeps coming up for me that I know that I need, need to talk about it. And it's about anger. It's about expressing anger. It's about suppressing anger and what that means, what that is doing to us and why it's so important. So for me, I can say that I never really thought about my anger. I never really thought it was a thing. I never really thought I had any. It wasn't something that came up until I started going to therapy and when I started going through my divorce. And I remember my therapist saying, have you thought about your anger? Have you, how do you feel like you deal with anger? And I was like, why is she even asking me this? I don't know. And, <laughs> and I think she was kind of like expecting that type of response because I really was not at all in tune to it. But after going to her for probably a year at that point, she realized that there was a lot that I was angry about that, I, that was coming out in all these different ways. So I want to start out by just saying that as women, and it's not only women, but I feel like for women, it's just a lot more commonly seen that anger isn't acceptable, right? It isn't really acceptable to express our anger. She's an angry bitch. You know, it's there's so much negative connotation related to a woman who is angry. And it's like, oh, she's crazy. All these negative things come up that make us feel like we aren't, it's not acceptable. Nobody wants to hear it. And so let's talk about what that really means and how that kind of manifests for us. I feel like it's important to say that we need to know that anger manifests itself in our bodies physically. And I know I've talked about trauma in the body in other podcast episodes. I can link them on here because I'm so interested in the mind-body connection. And it is real. There is lots of research out there showing that our emotions and our experiences manifest in our bodies, manifest as pain, manifest as disease, manifest as suppressed emotions that are coming out in some strange way. So we need to accept that. That is a fact. You can say it's not, but you're only doing yourself more harm in doing so. Our bodies, when we experience anger, that's our body's natural response to protect ourselves. That is a physical response to something is wrong, whether it be something we are seeing, 
We are seeing someone being yelled at, being abused, being hurt. We are hearing about what's going on in the news, injustices all over the world. There's so much happening. And it's normal to feel angry about all that stuff, right? But if we don't process our anger properly and we repress it, it's going to come out in really funky, unconscious ways that we will probably not recognize. And I can speak from experience. I am talking about all of this because I've experienced it. Everything that I bring to this podcast, I have had a relationship with and or I am working through. So I'm not pointing the finger at anyone. This is just my stuff that I'm sharing with you because I feel that that's my, my role at this time. Ways that the anger that's repressed could come out in these sneaky ways. So like for me, this absolutely happened in our relationships. When we are having a conversation, when something comes up, then we may have these outbursts because we're triggered by something that comes up in the conversation. And all of a sudden, okay, why is this person so angry? They're screaming about this. They are yelling at their partner or their, you know, their boyfriend, their girlfriend. And why? It doesn't make sense. There's something that's being triggered and we may not even realize we're triggered. We're not in touch with this at all. Another thing that I think a lot of people can relate to, I certainly can. It's an ongoing, it's an ongoing process, lacking boundaries and people pleasing. So trying to deny our own instincts that something's wrong, if we feel victimized, if we feel like we couldn't fight back or express how we were feeling, maybe because it was happening with someone that was close to us. Maybe it wasn't safe for us to express our anger. Maybe it was a parent doing it or a sibling, or we were in relationship and we weren't in a place where we were comfortable sharing what was on our heart. So what happens? Okay, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to deal with confrontation. So we give in, we suppress, we're pleasing people. There's so much research shows that every physical illness can be tracked back to a cellular change in our bodies that is manifesting in some other way. If we don't learn from a lesson that happened in the past, if we don't learn from not expressing ourselves in the situation, it's just going to keep coming up. That boundary eventually will need to be set up. If we keep on letting other people kind of cross our boundaries, then we still at some point are going to have to deal with creating the boundary. And I did have a, have an episode about boundaries that I really dug in and made a lot of good references. I can link that in the show notes if you want to go back to the boundaries episode. Another way, it's quite sad, but another way that anger can sabotage us, anger can, when it's suppressed and, and then it comes out in negative ways, is it can be turned inward on ourselves and cause self-destructive behavior like anxiety, depression, PTSD. It can cripple us and our life force and our desire to go out in the world and do what we're, what we're meant to do. It can make us feel caged and suppress our creative potential. So there's a book I read a few years ago that I really loved, and it's one of the most well-known kind of foundational books on anger, and it's by Harriet Lerner. It's called The Dance of Anger. And I remember she was on Brene Brown's podcast a few years ago, and I loved it so much, so I ended up reading her book. And I just want to 
quote some things that Dr. Lerner talks about that I feel like are just worth considering discussing here. Anger is something that we feel and it exists for a reason and it deserves our attention. We have a right to all of our feelings and our anger is no exception. Questions about anger that are helpful to ask ourselves. Okay, what am I actually angry about? Okay, so like for instance, I could be in a conversation with my husband and all of a sudden I'm triggered and I'm angry. Well, why? What did he say and how did he say it that made me feel and made all this stuff come up? And it's often like you really have to dig to get there, okay? What is, here's the other questions. What is the problem and whose problem is it, right? Maybe it's our problem. Maybe it's a problem our mom had that she never got over and that trigger comes up and we're back to where we were when we were 15 years old having this argument with a parent, right? How can I sort out who's responsible for what? How can I learn to express my anger in a way that will not leave me feeling helpless or powerless? When I'm angry, how can I clearly communicate my opinion without becoming attacked? So the goal is not to get rid of anger. I think that's so important for everyone to hear. The goal is not to get rid of the anger. The anger is a signal. The anger is a powerful signal that is telling us that something isn't right, right? But gain clarity from the anger, clarity from the sources and learning to take new and different action on our own behalf. If feeling anger is a problem, then venting anger doesn't solve it. Venting anger may serve to maintain the old rules and patterns in a relationship, ensuring that change doesn't occur. When emotional intensity is high, many of us engage in non-productive efforts to change the other person, and in so doing, we fail to exercise our own power to clarify and change our own selves. So the idea is somehow we have to figure out all of these things. Where is it coming from? Why am I angry? That could take a long time to figure out. Maybe it happened, you know, it's related to something that happened 25 years ago, right? That definitely came up for me. There were things that I was angry about that I realized had to do with things that my parents wanted from me back when I was a teenager, right? So going back and digging in and seeing where it all came from. Then once we know that, how do we express it? How are we going to deal with it when it comes up in a way that's not an outburst, that's not a total mess, so that we are learning to express ourselves in a graceful, controlled way, but still saying exactly what we need to say, okay? I feel like this is so important for women. If it's been such a big issue in my life, I know I can't be the only one who feels this way. I've always felt that I've had very strong opinions, a lot that I want to say, but I had people who didn't want to hear it. I had people who told me, no, that's not what nice girls say. That's not what people want to see you doing. They don't want to see you telling them what to do. So that was kind of where I'm coming from as far as suppressing things for a period of time. A few other things about anger, things that our body is signaling us to tell us the things that anger may mean, okay? So we feel anger when, one, our boundaries are violated, okay? 
That's a lot of the time that we would feel anger. Or our needs are not met over the long term. So I can talk to both of these. As far as needs not met being met long term, sure. In my long term marriage, I felt that way. I felt that my needs were not important, that those qualities were pushed down, pushed aside, low priority. So yeah, I had a lot of anger that built up over the years about that because when I brought it up, it wasn't addressed. Another reason we feel anger, we are betraying ourselves for love or validation or approval. So think about that. How many relationships have you been in when you betrayed yourself because you wanted to be with the person. Think about relationships in your 20s, younger relationships when you were not as in tune with yourself, or maybe that's something that you're going through right now. We want validation. We want approval. We want to be in a relationship. So what do we do? We betray ourselves. We put our needs aside. Oh, that's not that important. It's okay that I'm not able to, even something simple like express the restaurant that I want to go to, or talk about my political opinions because I know that they are not as accepted. Whatever it might be that you're betraying yourself about, yes, that is absolutely going to cause anger and it's going to be a trigger and it's going to keep happening as long as you keep letting yourself being treated that way. Another thing that could cause us to feel anger, we're completely overwhelmed and we cannot make sense of our grief. So sure, that can happen from grieving a loss of a loved one grieving the loss of a change in our lives, you know, becoming a parent, grieving the loss of the life that we had before, grieving the loss of a career, so many different things. When we experience anger, we have an internal process that's thoughts and bodily sensations that happen. Many of us struggle with emotional regulation, so we react to our anger. So that's really powerful. How do we regulate ourselves emotionally so that we can react to our anger in a healthy way? So a lot of the things that I like to talk about here in this podcast are ways to emotionally regulate ourselves. If we take time for ourselves, whether that means going out for a walk, doing your yoga practice, go out for a run, exercise, meditate, we need to go within to find what we're feeling, what are we experiencing, to find out who we are in that moment. And then we can go out and make it clear what our feelings and opinions are, right? So just going out and screaming and yelling and shaming someone and saying all these things that we will regret in that moment of anger is not the healthy way of expressing our feelings. Anger is telling you when your boundaries have been violated, your needs aren't being met or an abusive pattern is being established. Listen to your anger. That's from one of my favorite people, Dr. Nicola Pear, the holistic psychologist. I've referred to her many times in this podcast. Creating a relationship with your anger and learning what your anger is telling you is of the utmost importance. So I have to jump in here and talk a little bit about human design because it really helped me get in touch with my anger so much. And you don't need to be studying and practicing and experimenting in your human design in order to get in touch with your anger. But for me, I've talked about being a manifester. And for manifestors, the not-self theme, meaning when I'm not in alignment, when things are really off, Anger is the feeling that I will be emoting. When I'm angry, 
kind of obvious, I guess, kind of common sense here. When I'm angry, that's a sign that things aren't right. I should be feeling at peace when I'm in alignment. So when I started really experimenting with my human design and digging in and paying attention. And then when I learned that anger was the theme, okay, when have you felt angry? Because that was a sign that you weren't, you know, something was really off. And I realized how much of my life I had been angry. And then I realized that the times when I wasn't, I was suppressing it and I wasn't living in a way that I was expressing all the things that I was feeling. And it was because I never felt that it would be accepted, that it would be received in a, in a healthy way. And I feel like the world is changing now. So it's way more accepted now for women to be expressing their anger. I feel like generations younger than me are way better at this. Um, it's a generalization, of course, but I feel like my generation is one in which this is very common. No, women were supposed to look good. Women were supposed to be people-pleasing, keep the peace, make everything okay. And so what I'm saying is that absolutely affected my life in such a huge way. And it is so validating. It is so liberating to be able to just come on out and just say what you need to say Hopefully it's not an outburst, but if you're just fully expressing it in a way that is safe and healthy to friends, to family members, after journaling, after really processing it and being able to present it in a way that is healthy, in a way that it that can then be received by the right person in a way that can make change. And at the very least, just getting your feelings out. So I think this is an ongoing conversation that's so important. I'd love to hear feedback on anyone that wants to um, share that with me. My email is linked in the show notes. I welcome healthy conversations about anger. I welcome questions about how to deal with it. Feel free to join my free Facebook group and I would engage in conversation about this topic. I think women need to learn how to do this. And like I said, in the younger women in my life, in my world, I see them doing this in healthier ways, but still struggling. But I feel like they can manage it a little differently than women of my generation. I so appreciate your listening. You are so worthy and you are so loved. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If this content resonated with you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you are ready for change, join my free Facebook group, Evolve or Remain, where you can connect with me and begin your journey to your purpose. The payoff is big and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. The link is ready for you in the show notes. I'll see you next week.